This episode includes negative depictions and simplified stereotypes of people or cultures. These stereotypes were wrong then and are wrong now. Rather than ignoring parts of the park's history, we want to acknowledge its harmful impact and learn from it and spark conversation to create a more inclusive future together. Welcome to the Sent from Disneyland podcast. Here age relives fond memories of the past. If it's your first time joining us, welcome. On this episode, we'll take a journey into the past and explore Disneyland and Disneyland history with mementos, snapshots, and postcards sent from Disneyland from 1955 to the present. Today, I'm starting off by thanking my patrons from Patreon.com. You can join and receive mail from my desk or from my Disneyland trips. Special thanks to Random Olive, the first patron to this podcast, and to the e-ticket patrons to Nia, Eric Daniels, Joe Gamble, Scott Booker, Monica Seats Vega, Russ Romano, Michael and Christina Cross, Scott Cagle, and Sheila Harry. See ticket patrons serious inquiries only. Debbie Weinstein, Jennifer Schneep, Grace Cote, Ben and Noel Bruning, Patty Wollen, Angela Reynolds, and Aaron Moran. B ticket patrons Jeff and Paige Orton, and Joshua, and Exorable Tosh Bell. And the A ticket patrons Elise Sharp, Zealot Infinity, Alexis Robles, Maggie and Henry Byers, the Disney Rewind Podcast, Angel Nabla, and the All Aboard Podcast. You can also sign up for my new newsletter for a chance to get some postcards delivered by the USPS to your mailbox. I am your host, your post host, Clocky, and today we have two postcards sent from Disneyland. Just a quick note that these postcards are from a series that I'm doing about one family's experience around Disneyland from the 1960s and 1970s. I've changed the names of the family to keep some anonymity. The front of our first postcard has guests in a circle with Native American cast members teaching a dance. In the background, you can see the Rivers of America. On the back, it reads, Indian Feast Dance. An Indian Feast Dance is taught to willing pupils by Frontierland's real Indians in their village along the banks of the Rivers of America. It's not postmarked, but dated July 8, 1967, with no stamp or cancel, and likely was sent in an envelope. I assume they visited the park on Saturday, July 8, 1967, when park hours were from 9 a.m. to 1 a.m. The weather was a high of 82 and a low of 62. It reads, July 8, 1967. Dear Claire, last night Debbie and I took Aunt Peg and her friend Ruth out to Disneyland. It was a very beautiful day, and I was wishing very much that you and Mama and Daddy and Nancy were there too. And I always think of little Pat when I see the merry-go-round, how he loved it. I found this little necklace at the Emporium that is supposed to be for a little girl whose birthday is in February. Do you by any chance have a birthday in February? If you do, you may keep it. It is sent with lots of love from Grandma. Looking at the postcard, you can see small creases where the necklace was in the envelope with this postcard. I'm always fascinated by photos of the old shops on Main Street and what they sold. A birthstone-based necklace or earrings are still available at the parks today. Looking at my 1967 Disneyland Park map, Grandma could have gone to the jewelry shop on Main Street. The shop was located next door to the Main Street Cinema. Looking at current maps and photos, the shop is now part of the Market House seating area. The jewelry shop opened in 1957 and expanded in 1967, taking over the space of its neighbor, Main Street Gifts, which was formerly the Yale Lock Shop, which closed in the mid-60s. The jewelry shop was renamed Rings and Things in the spring of 1972 Disneyland map. The shop left that location in 1986, 
and never really closed, just moved across the street and became New Century Jewelry, where it is today, just a little shop off of the Emporium, where the Upjohn Pharmacy used to be. Great news, Enfield Post is back up on Etsy. Grabbing some vintage stamps is a great way to plus your mail. Whether you're trying to match the color of your postcard or envelope, or adding a theme stamp to the back of your mail, be sure to check out Enfield Post. You can head over to EnfieldPost.com and explore all the different vintage stamps you can use on your next card or letter. That's E-N-F-I-E-L-D-P-O-S-T on Instagram and EnfieldPost.com for your wedding and vintage postage needs. Enfield Post is the official postage stamp sponsor of the Sent from Disneyland podcast. The front of our next postcard has illustrations of children from the It's a Small World attraction including a boy playing an accordion, a girl dancing next to the Eiffel Tower, a boy on a hill playing the bagpipes, two children playing stringed instruments, two more children playing percussion instruments, and finally a boy playing a xylophone-styled instrument. Underneath the illustration and address, it reads, It's a Small World, copyright Walt Disney Productions. Above the address line, it reads, Disneyland, 12 Colorful Scenes. It's postmarked September 17, 1967, with an Anaheim Always Use Zip Codes Cancel and a 5-cent blue Washington postage stamp, Scott number 1283. I assume they visit the park on Saturday, September 16, 1967, when park hours were from 10 a.m. to midnight. The weather was a high of 82 and a low of 66. It's addressed to Miss Claire Harris of Marysville, California. It reads, Saturday, 4 o'clock. Dear Claire, I thought you might like these pictures of A Small World. We're staying at the Waikiki tonight. I haven't been in the Pirates yet, but will tonight. Mostly, we've been in Tomorrowland. Disneyland is open late tonight, so we'll probably stay quite late. We also went on the big train ride. Right now, we're eating and looking in shops. Love, Nancy. Before we get into the history of this postcard, I looked up the Waikiki Hotel in Anaheim. And although the original hotel is not there, it was near the corner of Catella and Harbor, next to where Disney California Adventure is today, and it is the current home of the Desert Palm Hotel and Suites. This postcard has more than just one image with some writing. It's a full folio of images of It's a Small World. These postcard booklets were popular among tourists all over, as it was similar to sending multiple postcards from a location. The receiver of the postcard could enjoy a small tour of what the sender saw on their vacation. Looking through the Nickel Tour, a book on Disneyland postcards, I could only find one of the 12 images in this postcard booklet that had a matching standalone postcard. The first panel reads, It's a small world. The children of the world began a gala parade as the small world clock chimes to the happiest cruise that ever sailed. Gay boats drift with the tide through the colorful topiary gardens and into the winding seaways bound for distant ports and adventure. Ahead lies the color and tradition of historic Europe the ageless wonders of an Asian world, legendary adventures from deepest Africa, the gay festivals of South America, and the exotic beauty of the South Pacific. Bank of America presents Disneyland's delightful journey into the four corners of the globe, where hundreds of tiny actors unite in a spectacular show of friendship and understanding. Indeed, it is a small world after all. Next to the description is a boy playing flute on a snow-capped mountain, while below, two penguins float by on a large hunk of ice. The first of twelve images is the entrance and the facade of It's a Small World. The next two images include the European section of the attraction, 
with the London Bridge and River Thames Gateway. The second European image is of Dutch and Belgian children, surrounded by windmills and tulips. The next panel includes the African jungle. You can see the rhino, the elephant, the hippo, and the lion, along with some children playing among the hyenas and other wildlife. The next image includes the Asia section of the attraction, with children next to some round bridges and stylized archways. The next panel is of the South America tropical rainforest, with the iconic alligator holding a small umbrella, surrounded by birds and a curtain of rain. Continuing on the second half, the other side of the pages include the Latin American Festival, which is the one image that also has a standalone postcard version, followed by an image of three New Guinea huts, with three drummers and one dancer. The children are wearing festive grass skirts, and two are wearing oversized masks. The next image includes some llamas on rolling hills, with one child riding a horse and playing a guitar, while others dance in a circle under another circle of musicians. The last three panels are of all the children playing music and dancing as you exit the final room of It's a Small World. It's interesting that the current version of It's a Small World, the final room is bright white with metallics and has all the children wearing white versions of their native outfits. But the image is at the end of this postcard booklet makes the room look very yellow and gold. This incoming postcard is sponsored by the Art Throwdown. Art Throwdown, or ATD, is an online craft hour on Instagram, starting at 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 Pacific. Be sure to check out Monday's ATD, which is usually hosted by a paper artist, Russ Romano. I see many amazing art projects, learned about awesome postmarks, postage stamp history, and a lot more on different episodes. It's great to stop in for an hour to watch someone craft or design something unique. Each host brings something a little different to each show. I'll list some of the regular hosts, or you can follow Russ Romano 2021 on Instagram. The front of my incoming postcard has the moon reaching down to get a postcard from a mailman on a boat. There are also postcards flying away from the water, and in the middle it reads, World Postcard Day 2023. It's postmarked October 2nd, 2023, with a Miami, Florida cancel, and a Bugs Bunny as a Hollywood celebrity wearing a smoking jacket and sunglasses while holding a carrot with a palm tree in the background postage stamp. Scott number 5496. It reads, Dear Clocky, from Sir Braxton and I, we wish you a happy World Postcard Day 2023. May your mailbox be filled with many more happy mail. Keep spreading joy in the world and have a wonderful fall season. Anna. Thank you so much for the postcard, Anna. I love getting so much mail around World Postcard Day. It does remind me that I need to make my own World Postcard Day postcard next year and send a stack from Disneyland. If you like getting mail, consider joining Postcrossing or find new friends through Instagram or TikTok. As much as I love getting Disney-based postcard, it's also fun just to have regular happy mail in my P.O. box when I stop by. Thanks for listening to Sent from Disneyland. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe and tell your friends. It would be helpful to share your favorite episode to a friend or on social media. There are over 200 to choose from. It would also help to leave a five-star rating and comment on whatever podcast platform you use. If you'd like to support the show financially, please check out our Patreon page at patreon.com slash sentfromdisneyland. You can find me on Instagram and Facebook at sentfromdisneyland or on Twitter at sentfromdisney. For questions and comments, send me a postcard addressed to sentfromdisneyland, P.O. Box 44, Hood, California, 95639. This podcast is not affiliated with Disney, the United States Postal Service, or any post office or Disney properties. Opinions expressed on this podcast belong to its host and guest of the Sent from Disneyland podcast.